This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. If we kept consistent with our goal and made sure to still have fun and then kept dreaming of those big, awesome dreams... We knew we'd be able to pay off our 15-year mortgage early, and we did. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do two things. First... I'm going to share with you how our family paid off our 15-year mortgage in less than five years and what we've been doing with our money since then. (laughs) And second, we are back with our mortgage freedom segment. This week, we are featuring Tracy Sherman Falcone from Aurora, Illinois. She's a listener of the show, and she recently paid off her mortgage, and now she has plans to pay off her rental properties as well. All right, let's jump into today's show. During late 2013, while I was traveling out of town for work, my wife Nicole found our forever house. This home had everything she was looking for, including a an attached garage, an open floor plan, an updated kitchen, walk-in closet, and a big backyard on a half acre lot. She told me that this was the one. And as soon as I got home from my work trip, I had to see it. Now my wife has excellent taste and the majority of the time we are in sync. So I wasn't really worried about liking it. I was more worried about getting a gigantic mortgage to pay for this new house. Honestly, I had been burned before. My first home purchase was a disaster. I bought more home than I could afford back in 2004. And when the housing market tanked in Metro Detroit around 2009, 2010, I owed more on the house than it was worth. And I had job opportunities in Chicago or Los Angeles, these different cities that I was really excited about moving to, but I couldn't move, man. I was stuck with this house and I did not want to be in that position again. I did not want to feel stuck. But surprisingly, when I got a look at the house that Nicole had found for us, I fell in love with it. It felt instantaneously like home. And even the neighbors were perfect. They came over, they welcomed us before we even bought it. They just seemed like good people that we wanted to live by. So we decided to go for it. But I had a few nerdy money guy rules that we discussed to ensure that we would pay off our mortgage in less than five years. So here's my first rule. Number one, get a 15-year mortgage. In our first house together that we lived in, my bachelor pad that I talked about getting in 2004, I made a lot of uneducated first-time homebuyer mistakes And I did not want to repeat them again. One of those areas that I was bound to improve was with the mortgage process. 
The first mortgage I got was based on a 30-year payoff period, a 30-year mortgage, 30 years to pay off the mortgage. And I don't know. I'm sorry. That's just too long to wait to experience freedom from your mortgage, complete debt freedom. And I knew this time I would make it different. When we bought our house in 2013, the rates were at an all-time low. So we worked with Lending Tree and we got this great rate of 3% on our $195,000 mortgage and we got no points. So those were all really good ways to start out with our 15-year mortgage. And yes, we had a higher monthly payment because it was 15 year. It was around 1900 bucks. That includes both taxes and insurance. But the bulk of it was going to the principal every month instead of our mortgage company's pockets. That's the big difference between the 30-year and the 15-year. You will pay a boatload less in interest to the bank if you go with the 15-year. So Nicole and I agreed that if we couldn't afford to pay the larger payments of the 15-year, then we shouldn't buy the house because I just didn't want to have that mortgage on our back so, so long. And looking back, now that all is done and well, the 15-year mortgage was one of the best decisions we made. Not only were we paying less interest, like we talked about, but the mortgage principal went down sizably each month every time we made a payment. My second nerdy money rule, number two, make additional principal payments. So in order to crush this new mortgage in five years, we needed to make some extra payments each month towards the principal. And we would do this by reducing our expenses and increasing our income. We already had a pretty good savings rate that Nicole and I had adopted ever since we got married when we were paying off our debt and then saving for our down payment on this house. But in order to make it happen, we still had to go a little bit further. So Here's what we did to reduce our expenses. Since we were young parents, we weren't eating out at restaurants very much. So we saved a little bit of money there. I started packing my lunch for work. I was kind of always eating out and that helped us to save a little bit of money. We dialed back our grocery spending. We were going to Kroger forever, really. And we started shopping at Aldi to save a little bit of money. And that helped us to save about 300 bucks a month, about $3,600 a year. That's a great store. Uh, We cut out our cable. It wasn't something we were really using anyway. We looked into high deductible health insurance plans. That helped us to save quite a bit of money since we had some emergency funds already built up. So we could go with a higher deductible both for our health insurance and our home and auto as well. And one of the things that we had to do, which was probably the hardest, is just say no more to family and friends and vacation a lot less. You know, we get an opportunity where my parents would say, hey, come vacation with us. We're going to XYZ location. And we'd be like, oh man, we're going to hold back. We're working on this big goal. And and that was hard. Not everybody understood, you know, what our plans were, but that was the sacrifice we were making. By reducing our expenses, this allowed us to make a very healthy principal payment each month. And this had a major impact in the dramatic reduction of our mortgage. Yes, we did have a 15-year mortgage, but we wanted to turn it into a five-year mortgage. 
And then on the other side, we tried to earn more money. So we reduced our expenses, yes, but we tried to earn more money as well. So my company pays me 26 times per year. That's every two weeks, as opposed to the typical 24 times per year. So Nicole and I agreed when we bought the house, we would only live off of the 24 paychecks instead of the 26. So twice a year, we made a big payment on the principal with those two additional paychecks. And since we were making around $170,000 that year, each of those two paychecks, that was around 4,000 bucks. So we'd throw 4,000 bucks at that one. And then later in the year, we'd get another one, throw another 4,000 bucks. So this big biannual payment took a huge bite out of our overall principal balance. And bonuses. Sometimes I get bonuses. I don't always get them, but during the process when we paid down the mortgage, I got two different bonuses. And with those, I would throw those at the mortgage. I think one time I got about a $3,000 bonus and I threw that right at the mortgage, 100% of it. That unexpected money was very helpful in paying down the mortgage as well. We also sold a lot of our stuff on Craigslist and eBay and Facebook Marketplace. I had a road bike because I used to do triathlons. I had a moped. My wife had some clothes and some purses and furniture that we didn't even use anymore. So we pitched a lot of that and threw it on Facebook Marketplace and pretty much anything we weren't using regularly and didn't bring us joy was sold. And all of that money went to the mortgage. So we got pretty gung-ho about reducing our expenses and then increasing our income as well during this process. So my third money rule, number three, have a monthly budget party. So Nicole and I agreed that we would meet every month to create and review a monthly budget. And I dubbed this the budget party. You guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but um, she didn't find it to be much of a party per se. But I, I figured if I called it a party, she might be more willing to actually show up. And uh, I, I'm happy to say it worked. <laughs> Our monthly budget party consisted of us having a pizza, a glass of wine, and developing a zero-based budget through Mint. Mint was our tool of choice, and it still is today. We really enjoy that. We've got all of our data in there, and that really helps us to stay on task for our financial goals. And by doing this, by meeting and having conversations and labeling all of where our money needs to go, we were controlling our money instead of our money controlling us. So this budget party of ours wasn't just financial. It actually helped us to do a couple other things for our marriage. It helped us to plan upcoming family events, weekday plans, uh, date nights, and just to talk about our future goals. What do we want to do? Where do we want to go? And how are we going to get there? With two little kids under six running around our house all the time, we didn't really quite get a lot of time to talk. So our budget party helped us with that. Since paying off our mortgage was a big deal for both of us, we ensured that the extra principal payments were included in this budget each month. With those additional payments being automated, it just became a way of life. It's kind of like when you set up your automatic 401k at work, you don't even realize that you had access to that money to begin with. It's just automatic. All right, my fourth nerdy money guy rule, number four, have fun. So my wife is a good ying to my gang. She likes dreaming for the future with me and having a little less today so we can have more tomorrow. But she also wants to make sure we're enjoying our lives today. 
with the madness that comes from my full-time job and young parenthood and all the other responsibilities we have, we both agreed that if we're going to do this crazy five-year mortgage payoff craziness, then we still need to have fun. And everyone defines fun differently. For us, during this time period, it meant things like having themed birthday parties for our kids, being able to go out and have fun with each other and go on dates, driving to northern Michigan to visit our family for the weekend, and going to Detroit Lions games. Actually, since they were so bad during this period of time, that was more torture than fun. But anyway, we still went. (laughs) The last thing we wanted to be was house rich and life poor. And I can accurately say that we still had a lot of fun during this pay down process. And I think Nicole would agree. My fifth nerdy money guy rule during this process, number five, dream big dreams. In order to keep us motivated and excited about paying off our mortgage, we constantly reminded ourselves why we were doing this. When we paid off our 15-year mortgage, we would go on more family vacations. We'd try to go somewhere beautiful every year, like Mexico during the super cold time in Michigan and just relax in a pool. And that type of picture just sort of helped us to keep moving forward. We would also help our kids graduate student debt-free. The $1.5 trillion right now in student debt that's in our country is just overwhelming, and we want to help our kids avoid that. Our kids' college funds would grow and grow and grow with the additional funds that we would have one day after we had no mortgage. And wouldn't that be an incredible gift to give your kids the ability to be student debt-free? Another dream we had was buying our first rental property. We would be able to save for this rental property and begin generating some true passive income. And as that passive income built over time, we would be able to reach financial independence and design a lifestyle that we love. Another dream of ours was to design a part-time work lifestyle. One of the best reasons to pay off our mortgage early was that we would both be able to do this work less hours at our jobs, and spend more time doing things we love. Or better yet, keep working full-time, but do work we're passionate about instead of work we have to do. Another dream of ours was to give more to charities we care about. Without a mortgage payment, we would find charities that fill up our hearts and become more giving. Having an open hand with our money would help us discover where our passions truly lie. These were the dreams that kept us motivated, giving more, having more fun with our family, helping our kids have a debt-free future. These are things that really got us motivated and excited about the day our mortgage would be gone for good. My sixth nerdy money guy rule, number six, celebrate with the family. If we kept consistent with our goal, and made sure to still have fun, and then kept dreaming of those big, awesome dreams, we knew we'd be able to pay off our 15-year mortgage early. And we did. We did it. On November 21st, 2017, our family became completely mortgage-free. Debt-free, mortgage-free, don't owe anybody a dime. We had an epic, epic celebration together to commemorate the big moment. 
Nicole came up with this idea of a mortgage pinata, essentially take all of the mortgage papers, create paper mache out of it and create this like ball orb thing and fill it with candy. And then we let the kids whack it with bats and, you know, candy and, and uh, money came out. They had a lot of fun. And Zoe still remembers that it was a couple of years ago. She said, remember when we remember when we did that? Remember when we hit the pinata and when we paid off our mortgage? That's the type of thing I want her to remember so that that's ingrained in her brain so that she'll do the same thing with her family as she gets older. And then my seventh nerdy money guy rule, number seven, make dreams become a reality. So now I just want to update you guys on where we are today. So we have gone on more vacations. They're not just dreams anymore. We've done it. That following spring, we took our family to Cabo San Lucas for a week of fun in the sun. And then just shortly after that, we hit up Disney World, Los Angeles, and Florida in the year that followed. Now we are addicted to getting out of town when it's cold in Michigan. And it just feels good. It's money well spent. We are also giving more. Our family has gone from charitable giving of 1% to 5% of our take-home pay. We are proud to give more. And we're more proud, actually, of all the people that we've connected, that these great charities. I never even knew about some of them. And it's called my heart and just makes me feel good to know them and connect with them. A couple of charities that I connected with, you've heard on the show, if you've been listening for a while, Together We Rise they help kids who are in foster care have a better life. Thorn is a great organization that is working hard to end sexual exploitation of children on the internet. And then Sandy Hook Promise. I'm a big fan of what Nicole Hockley's got going on there, trying to help our kids stay safe in school. So a lot of those organizations have made me proud and I'm happy to continue to give and our family is as well. We've also designed a new work lifestyle. Nicole recently took a part-time job that she loves. And lately, I'm considering the same thing. She's developed an incredible balance of family time, personal time, and doing work she enjoys. Who knows? Maybe I'll join her in this part-time work lifestyle soon. With a paid-off mortgage, the sense of freedom that our family has is incredible. My personal stress levels have gone down so much. I just think of the time when we were considering buying this home and the stress that I had with my job. I just feel so much better now without a mortgage. And our young family's future looks bright. Enough about our situation, though. I want to hear from you. Are you working to pay off your mortgage? How would life look for you without a mortgage? What dreams could you make a reality? Please send me a note on social at Andy Hill MKM. I'm on Andy Hill MKM on all platforms and let me know. I would love to hear from you. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing coast fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, 
and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Thanks for considering our sponsors, everyone. Let's jump back into the show. like to own your home outright. What would it feel like to never make a mortgage payment ever again? On our Mortgage Freedom Series today, we're going to interview Tracy Sherman Falcone, who recently paid off her mortgage. She's so thrilled about this once-in-a-lifetime feat that she and her husband now have plans to pay off their rental property mortgages as well. Tracy is a fellow Midwesterner from Aurora, Illinois. She loves being a social advocate for causes she cares about, and she loves gardening as well. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you, Andy. Good morning. I'm glad to be here with you. I'm so glad to have you here. So why did you decide to pay off your mortgage, Tracy? So we decided to pay off our mortgage early because the emotional aspect of it. It is honestly, when the day we did it, I was just like, the feeling is unbelievable, really. And like you mentioned earlier, we do actually have two other properties. So we have two other mortgages. But still having the home that we live in paid off was amazing. It's just one less thing like, okay, they cannot take this away from us. I love that. So it was it was this emotional feeling. I want to have this gone from my life so I don't feel like I have the burden on my shoulders anymore. That's that's awesome. So when you were making this plan originally to say, hey, we should pay off our mortgage. Was your husband on board? What was his thoughts uh, during the process? Um, Yes, actually, he has always been on board. I never wanted to buy a home when we got married. Mm-hmm. I was I loved renting. Yeah. Um, I loved being able to call the landlord and say, oh, my hot water heater's broken. 
But when we got married, that was a compromise we made and um, we bought a home. And honestly, he's the one that really takes care of all that. (laughs) You know, he has the contacts or he is handy and he does that. So I've grown up always being debt free. It's just something I've always instilled in him. Well, if we're going to do this, this is how it's going to be. So I love that compromise because it's I mean, that's that's a big part of marriage, right? I mean, you didn't want to get the house, but you liked the idea of. The, the idea of renting where it's like, hey, hands off, less responsibility, but now you've almost created a situation for your living where you have less stress because you don't have the mortgage now. I love, I love that compromise. That's great. That's cool. So what do you guys do for a living, you and your husband? So I am actually a truck driver for, I do, you know, like deliver home deliveries for a major company and my husband owns his own business. And he owns food trucks. He has two food trucks. That's very cool. What kind of food trucks? So he has a mobile juice bar. So, and it's fresh juices, vegetable and fruit juices. He's Gandhi, the juice guru. And then also pierogies, holy pierogi. That's awesome. And he does that around uh, the Chicagoland area? Exactly. Actually, more just the Western suburbs. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like a really unique business. So how long has he been doing something like that? So over seven years, just over seven years. That's cool. So it's fairly recent considering, you know, our mortgage situation. But yeah. Yeah. So as he did, he transition from a full time kind of career into this entrepreneur world or has he always been in the entrepreneur thing? Um, He has not always been in the entrepreneurial Hmm. thing. Uh Um. Like I stated earlier, a part of our like financial independence seeking is we've always been debt free. Mm -hmm. And ever since we've gotten married, how we have done things is acted like we live on one income. And we've gone through, we've been married for over 20 years. And in that time, he's had, you know, corporate jobs. He's had, you know, other jobs and he's been laid off. They've been, you know, they've been relocated. And in that time, we have always been fine. Like he, you know, couldn't find a job for six months, but we were fine because of my job, because we'd always had that. We live off one income and then we save the rest. That's a great methodology. And that, and that helps you for, for those downtimes, right? When, when there's a job loss or change into a career. So uh, kudos for you guys on that. So uh, talk about the rental, uh, rental property side of things. Did you also have some income coming in from those rental properties that helped with the mortgage pay down process or was that separate as well? Okay. So a little bit of background is probably 11 years ago, we moved my husband's mother here from Mexico. She was getting older. We wanted her close to us. And the plan was, yes, we need to move her here. And when we moved her here, she lived with us for a year. And we said, we will make sure to get you your own place. And so what we did in that time is we saved up and we bought a two flat. And that is really how we got started. So she could have her own place, but then we also would have some income from the other apartment. So that's how we got started. Um, and that kind of goes with how we saved up for our first rental property. It was our income that we had saved, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we had done it. And three years ago, unfortunately, she passed away. So now we have another renter 
in there. And so that is generating income. When before, since we paid for all of our expenses, it balanced itself out. That's, you know what I mean? But that's a good solution. For, I mean, for people who have, you know, the sandwich generation that we're in, you know, where people are taking care of their kids as well as their parents, that's that's not a bad uh, solution, really, to, to get a rental property and then have one on the other side. So that way, because, I mean... Uh, for older parents to move into a assisted living, that's quite a bit, quite a bit of money. So you were, you maybe weren't making income, but you were definitely saving on the expenses side of thing, right? Well, yes, and we were creating equity in the home. Yeah, you know, because we did have a renter, but then you know it just didn't cover all of the mortgages and then also all of her utilities and stuff. So I've always paid extra on my mortgage ever since we've gotten it, but since she passed and we started getting. The rental, I said, all of that is going towards the principal on the mortgage. That's great. And then also um, during that time, my mother passed. Mm. 2016 was a very difficult year for us. Both of our mothers passed. We were very fortunate. When my mother passed, she left us an inheritance. And with that, we purchased another property that is a, that's, a mixed use. So it's a commercial and a rental. So we took that and we put that towards a down payment for that rental property. Wow. That's great. So are these uh, properties all in your general area of Aurora? They are. Okay. They that's are. Cool. And yep. so, and Just so do you like manage them? The you manage them personally or how does that work? Okay. So my husband does manage them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually speaking of that, uh, he, this is another thing. We are very different personalities. I am the money person. I take, you know, and he will attest to that. He's like, oh, I'm so glad she takes care of the money. This is why we are where we are. But he is the person. He is the people person. Mm. So he deals with all the renters and deals with the maintenance. And he's excellent at that. And I'm good with the books. Yesterday, I took off work so we could go spend the day together doing something in Chicago. Well, guess what? (laughs) the boiler went out on one of our properties. (laughs) So it's not always, you know, rainbows and unicorns, right? So this, so there went our day, but it's something that he has to take care of and it's continuing today. So it's, that's things that he deals with and he deals with them beautifully because I could not handle that very well. Excellent. Excellent. It's, it's probably a lot of work. I mean, it's a business, essentially, what you guys have. It's uh, rental properties and commercial properties. And, you know, with that comes a lot of work. Uh, but hopefully in the long run, it's a good investment for you guys and provides some some good income. So that's that's great. And that's a good way to increase your income during this time and and probably helped out a lot. So you, you said you were always making extra payments towards the mortgage. What what uh, what type of mortgage was it? Was it a 30 year or 15 year? It was a 30 year mortgage. Uh-huh. Andy, I did not really learn about this community until probably four, like probably three or four years ago. Yeah. But I have, I learned valuable lessons from my grandma when I stayed with her when I was like 11, 12 and 13. Okay. I spent summers with her and she always was, you know, you do not buy anything. You don't have the cash for. And honestly, to this day, I'm like, how did I absorb that? So I just want to thank you what you're doing with your kids. It really will affect them because none of my siblings are in the financial. I mean, I don't know their financial situation, but I'm just saying my husband and I don't make that much money. And the, what we have built is 
because of everything we save. And I, I always knew, and I think my grandma even told me, that, yeah, you just put a little extra to the principal every month, and then you pay, it pays off early. So we'd always done that. But then when we got you know, more rental income, all of that went to our mortgage to the principal. So that's where you guys escalated it a little bit. It was just a little bit at a time. And then when you started to get really good income from the rental properties, that's when it escalated. At, at what point were you saying, did, do you think that it sort of skyrocketed a little bit towards the payoff period? Three years ago. Three years ago. So like three years oh, ago, yeah. you said, all right, um, well, obviously it makes sense. And you said your, your, your mother-in-law passed away. It turned into a rental property at that time, or that portion did. And then you had additional income coming in. And then that's when it went. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Well, I mean, talk about a way to um, save money, but also to pay off your mortgage. That's a, that's incredible. Very cool. So during the process, 2016, I know you guys say you don't live on that gigantic of an income. We uh, don't. So were you able, did you look at your budget or anything like that to try to save uh, save money during that time to pay off the mortgage? Or was it just like, hey, let's let's start making money from these other properties and not really worried about the expense side of things? So, Andy, I am not a budget person. I am a save, and then I, I kind of save off the top, and then we spend the rest. I will say, in the last seven, eight years, we have not made more than $100,000. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible to be able to pay off your mortgage and then do what you guys have done on the rental property side of things on on an income like that. That's incredible. Very cool. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, honestly, reaching out to you, you've made me reflect on the past, right? Mm -hmm. And like how we've done it. And I want to also add that, because part of me is like, hey, why didn't we pay this off earlier? You know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I want to say we have done bathroom renovations. We have, we are world travelers. We have had, you know, major dental expenses, We have, you know, all of these things we've always paid in cash. That's awesome. So we have never, like we had to have our, a new roof. We've had to have a new driveway. We've had to have our house tuck pointed. Well, I'm not sure about you, but it seems like every time you do something big at your house, it's like $10,000. Oh yeah. And we have never taken out a home equity loan, which I know I think is a downside of a lot of people. They're like, oh, we need a new roof. So we have to, you know take this money out. That is something we've never done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, so that's where all our money went. Right. <laughs> we could pay off the mortgage because we were paying all these other expenses, which I'm happy to say that we never had to borrow money for. That's incredible. Yeah. I remember getting, uh, my first home and then I learned about the magical home equity line of credit. And man, did I use that thing for vacations and going out to the bar with my friends. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't really understand what I was getting into cause it, um, it really racks up and uh, over time, probably about a couple years later, it was already about 10 to $15,000 of, of extra debt. But I didn't really think about it like that because it's the no, equ- equity it, in your home. Right. You know, and they make it so easy. Yeah. It's just like added to your mortgage. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It can be a slippery slope. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it, it can, it's as convenient as a credit card because, uh, it's, I mean, it's just borrow it real quick. No, no big deal. Especially, you know, with this magic equity thing. So <laughs> yeah, that is just something we have never done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of debate around paying off your mortgage, right? A lot of people who think yes. it's not that great of an idea because why don't you just invest the money in the stock market? You got a you know, low interest rate and why, why wouldn't you do that? So what, what were your thoughts around that? Why, why did you guys decide to pay off your mortgage versus investing your money? 
so it, it be definitely the emotional feeling. I love that. I, I do invest in my 401k through my job. And so we're definitely doing that as well. I prefer just having, you know, putting our money towards this house. And my husband really was the one that started like, let's get some more rental properties. I was scared because of, you know, dealing with it. Right. And, um, but honestly, it is one of the best things that we've taken on. My 401k is growing. The stock market is doing great. And I did, I calculated my uh, net worth, like you suggested, you know, All last right. year I did that. Nice. Um, I know now when I do the numbers, I, we will be able to live off of our rental income. So to me, that's like my husband's retirement plan, Wow. you know, is so I really love that aspect of it. I mean, I, we, I definitely have our stock market market funds and we'll be living off of those too, mm-hmm. but it's nice to know having these homes and then rent coming in every month will be, we will be able to live off of that. That's incredible. So talk to me about your plan then. So you said uh, you're interested in paying off those mortgages as well. So which one would you start with? And, and then how much are, how much is a mortgage on it? We would pay off the one with the least payoff. And right now that's like $85,000. Okay. Awesome. I love your plan with the rentals and I love where you're going with that. You know, if somebody's listening right now and says, you know, I would really love for my home to be, to not have a payment on it anymore. What advice would you have for them today just to get started? Just do it. You know, I think I learned way back when that if you pay an extra mortgage payment every year, you pay it off seven years early, right? And so that's kind of what I did when we first bought the home, the one we live in. And I I believe in that. So do what you can. Pay just a little bit extra every month towards that. And then when you get a raise, add that to it. And and the living on uh, one income thing is what you guys have been able to do. And that type of responsibility and and freedom has allowed you to have a lot of flexibility. You're saying you're going on vacations. You're able to pay for all of your emergencies in cash. You're able to uh, purchase these rental properties and start to scale up and create a second retirement source for you all uh, on top of your 401k and then any benefits you have with your current job. So kudos to everything that you guys are doing with your family. I think this is fantastic and I'm really excited to see where you all go with this. So Tracy, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And this was, this was very enlightening and I, I hope it helps a lot of people. Oh, thank you, Andy. Smart financial planning and a strong partnership throughout the mortgage payoff process. Very cool, Tracy. Here are my top three takeaways from my conversation with Tracy Sherman Falcone. Number one, compromise in marriage is key. Tracy liked the idea of renting, less maintenance and less headaches. But her husband wanted a house. She compromised, got the house, but told her husband, house maintenance is on you, my friend, and we are paying off this mortgage. That's the type of middle ground that makes both sides smile. Number two, live on one income and save the rest. This type of super savings trick can prepare you for the downtimes, especially if you have a spouse that works in an entrepreneurial or seasonal work field. 
This worked out well for Tracy and her husband because they ended up saving a lot of his income and were able to buy rental properties from it. Number three, consider a rental property for aging parents. I know a lot of people who are struggling with plans for aging parents who don't have the funds to take care of themselves. The solution that Tracy and her husband came up with was smart because it helped their mother-in-law and it became a great investment property for the future. Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your big win with us today. I wish you the best of luck in paying off your other rental property mortgages and enjoying the passive income that comes from it. If you have a recently paid off mortgage, I want to hear from you so I can celebrate you on this show. Reach out to me at Andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com or at Andy Hill MKM on all social media platforms. Sharing your story will help other families. And that's what this show is all about. So please join us and share your win and inspire others. As a quick reminder, everybody, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do any one of these three things to support this show. Number one, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Andy Hill MKM. Number two, subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. And then number three, share this episode with a friend who's interested in paying off their mortgage early. You can find this show and all the links and resources mentioned at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 165. That's session 165. And if you are new to the show, I would highly recommend you check out session 116, the 10 steps to young family wealth and happiness. You can find that at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 116. It is a great place to start. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Louisa May Alcott. It takes two flints to make a fire. By partnering together with our spouse, we can do some incredible things. Carpe diem. 